0: The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me As we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Rick, and you're listening to The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you on as we have an amazing guest who shares a very powerful, transformative story. And I really believe in this one, you're going to feel her passion. You're going to see how sometimes in life things happen and it may not be the brightest moment. But through that dark time creates the brightest aspect to let your light shine the strongest. And Dr. Leone Matson is someone who really exemplifies that. Dr. Lonnie endured a childhood filled with life-shattering experiences. It left her with post-traumatic stress disorder, a prisoner in her soul, and constantly stuck in her head. As a single mother of three, when she looked at herself in a mirror, she saw herself as a broken girl with a sick soul and a noisy mind and a broken heart. After Dr. Madison found a way to heal her own suffering, she determined that she could help others recover from similar emotional damage. The Thread is a tapestry of stories that explores Leone's struggles and pairs them with tales of women in the Bible who also face severe tragedy, trial, or failure. She leads readers along a gentle path that shows them the thread, the journey created in each of them. Dr. Leone is an organized, organizational, and talent-developed practitioner, author of the books *The Thread* and *Perfect Steps to a God-Ordained Purpose*, and *Beside Still Waters*, twenty-one-day devotional, as well as a creator of the Thread Six-Step System to help survivors free themselves from past trauma and live an abundant life. She earned a doctorate in organizational leadership from Argosy University, a master's in business administration from Georgian Court University, and a Christian life coaching certificate from Light University. She is the recipient of the 2018. 2018 18th Annual Pacific Coast Business Times 40 Under 40 Award, recognizing the 40 best and brightest transformational leaders on Central Coast under the age of 40. Mm -hmm. Leone resides on the West Coast with her three daughters and their three-year-old dog, Jay Lala. She spends her summers riding, hiking, and traveling with her four children. They are creative artists in the making and devoted hobbyists of dancing, singing, cooking, playing basketball, and, of course, laughing out loud. I'm really excited for to share this interview with you. She brings a lot of passion. You're going to hear that in her voice. She gets really passionate and excited to share her message. It was really a joy to have her around, really a joy to have the opportunity to spend some time to interview her. So here is Dr. Leone H. Madison. Well, Dr. Leone, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today.
0: I'm excited to have you on. There's a lot that you're up to, a lot that you're doing uh, that I'm really excited to dive in in the next 40, 50 minutes here and just really uh, pick your brain and get to learn, and especially for the listeners, to uh, benefit from this also.
1: Yes, I am ready to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. So I always love to ask this question just to get a start and for the listeners to kind of get a background. How did you get into what you're doing today?
1: So a uh, long, really so crushing story, but it, it, it is <laughs> what it is. Um, I am a trauma survivor and an advocate i'm a happy girl now i am so so grateful i live out of a place of gratitude i am funny i am a nerd i'm a mom to three beautiful girls and a dog but before i became all of these wonderful things i am a trauma survivor and um I grew up on the beautiful island of Jamaica, the West Indies, and suffered and experienced my first traumatic injuries as a little girl growing up on the island. I am the daughter of a man who abandoned us at a very young age, and it was primarily because he had to immigrate out of the island to go find work. Um, you know, so he could take care of us. It didn't, life isn't a straight line. So it didn't work out that way. Um, perfectly and then while my mom was raising us she also had to leave leave the island and so we ended up living from different places in Jamaica we call it parishes in in the United States it's called like you know different states so we were living from there four of us for my dad but my mom has seven so we were living from state to state with different families and during that time I was raped I was molested I was physically abused, um, emotionally abused. I vividly remember one experience where um, my grandmother had, like, we, was li- we were living with my grandmother and I remember being raped by my cousin while I was sick in bed. I remember another experience even in school when we were going to school uh, we were felt up by the boys or the teachers will, you, know, f- you know, we were felt up by the teachers as well. So I experienced um, those types of abuses in my home. I experienced it at school and I also experienced abuse, spiritual abuse in the church. Um, so that's kind of some of the things that happened while I was in Jamaica. And then several years later, when I was around 13, 14, my dad came back. And um, when he returned uh, to the island, uh, a couple months later, um, he took us to the U.S. We came to the U.S. I thought it was going to be paradise. I <laughs> thought everything was going to be, you know, a dream come true. And unfortunately, that was not the case. I came, we came to the United States and the abuse continued. I suffered um, abuse again in a spiritual setting where um, I became a teen mom. I dropped out of college, became a teen mom, was going through postpartum depression, didn't know what postpartum depression really was, and did what I saw my the women in my family and in my community um, do. And that was when you have a problem, you go to your faith-based leader to kind of help you to be able to resolve some of those issues. And so I did that. And unfortunately, um, my faith leader also abused me you know he forced himself on me and that abuse continued for years i stayed in the environment because i thought i didn't have any other option and fast forward uh after that abuse i unfortunately uh experienced bells pausing I also experienced um, stroke. I was paralyzed on the right side of my body couldn 't walk, and so I always say I fell seven times and with the help of God, I got back up eight. (laughs) So that's kind of how I got into this work. While I was on my healing journey and I was getting better, I was meeting folks who had experienced some of what I had experienced as well. And I just started documenting my journey and God really showed me how to turn my trauma into transformation. And I came up with this uh, six step tool, which is called the thread system. And, while on the journey as well, I kept um, my journal and turned that journal into the book, which is called "The Thread." And the thread is really looking at some women in the Bible who also went through some some. Um, I call it trauma, some abuses or experience uh, some life events that weren't pleasant and how those women use their faith to overcome and rise above and thrive beyond those um, abusive situations and became pioneers and, you know, trendsetters and world changers. And I just love those stories. And even some of those women who are not in the Bible, I talk about as well. So it was really my journey that led to the tool and the books and so i, I have this passion now and there's just this is this this desire to help women who either they're going through a traumatic experience a trauma or they've gone through the trauma they fought their way through this trauma and they're stuck they're, they're in like the survival mode and they're stuck and have no idea about how to soar, you know, above the trauma. They have no idea about how do I move on, how do I create or uh, adapt a new mindset and create healthy behaviors to help forge their lives forward. And I'm here to let them know that I have done it and I want to help them to be able to achieve what I call intentional transfer.
0: I love it. I love everything about it. You have such a powerful story that can truly transform a lot of people. Um, because you know, you, you th- those were some dark times. I mean, you know, just, and it wasn't like it was just a couple episodes. It was repetitive episodes over and over and over again. Um, and, and you, you didn't like a lot of people sometimes just feel like their power is being taken away so much. It's like, this is it. And you found hope and faith. Correct me if I'm wrong. Those aren't the terms um, with those stories that help you kind of say there is maybe something different. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. And you made a great point. I love that in terms of, yes, I went through this very dark season. And what I noticed though, Dr. Vic was that it was happening. It was a reoccurring. It was like a pattern. These things were happening to me like every four or five years. And this is what this, this that was a revelation to me. I started paying attention, like, wait, it happened at four, then it happened at six, then it happened at ten. And I was looking at this, it's like truly like life was teaching me up. It was all these stitches and these patterns that I started paying attention and I noted it. I said, wow, this is so when I, when, 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 um, in my 30s, when I noticed that, I said, this is going to stop. <laughs> this stops before I get to my 40. I said, th- and I did everything in my knowing to, to get this book published before, you know, I turned 41. I was so determined that that pattern will not continue and it would not follow me from 40 onward. I stopped it at 40. I cut the cord. I literally had to take my scissors out, which is called the scissors of courage, the scissors of boldness. And I had to cut those threads that were following me from the birth up until age 40.
0: I love that. And I love how you declared, right? Crystal clarity, vision, quote, here, this is what's happening. I need to separate from all this. I am done.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And that's, that's something that I want to help women to say, let's, let's, let's reflect, you know, that's one of the steps in my, in my tool, reflect, take a look at the pattern. There's a pattern. There's a pattern. There's a pattern either in your family life. There's a pattern in your own story. We just have, nobody taught us how to sit long enough to reflect on what we've been through, what we've actually tunneled beyond. But there, there was a pattern for me. There's a, And the pattern actually, here's the thing. That pattern in the traumatic injuries, the abuse, I noticed that was in my personal life. But then when I really took some time while I was on my healing journey to see where the infect, where it was, what are the other areas in my life where it was poisoning and infecting, it actually showed up on my job, in my career. I was picking bosses who were abusive. It showed up in my faith. I was going to churches where the faith leaders were Abusive. I was picking relationships with men who were abusive. I was actually having friends, the friends in my life were abusive. Either were they were abused to me financially, emotionally. So there was a pattern it was such a pattern. And while you're in it, you really can't see it. Right. But when you step away from it, it's like a, a quilt. I, this is why I, the concept of the, the thread is so meaningful. It's like a quilt and you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, and you're going, you're quilting, you're quilting on the back side of it is so messy. It's so messy. Nobody wants to look at it. Nobody wants to take time to say, what am I doing? Let me flip this over to see really if I'm creating the design that I really want, right? And when I flipped my quilt over, it wasn't what I wanted. It, there was a dissonance between who I really thought I was created to be versus the life I was living. So my quilt, the pattern was not the design I was looking for. And so I became intentional when I turned 40 or leading up to my 40th birthday. I just said, no, this, this, not, this mess is over. This this is done. I'm done with it. No more. No more. And I took control of my life. And I'm living such a beautiful story now. The design that I look at today, I'm so proud of myself. So proud of myself.
0: And, and I want to just let you know, I'm proud of the changes and the choices you made to do that. Because that is a dark place. But... Uh, in this, well, I'll let you share all this. Um, so like, is it, you know, for p- women who, in, in Mentube, you know, who've gone through this process and had similar experiences, how do they break out? How do they, what is that process that you can share a little bit of that can help some, a listener who's gone through that? Especially those who have never spoken out about it, who've stayed quiet uh, and those types of things.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for asking. So I created this uh, tool called the Threat System, and it's really to help women who have gone through trauma and the men who love us to achieve intentional transformation. So let me ask you this, and tell me if you agree with me, yes or no. Many of us are transforming our lives on a daily basis, right? Totally. Okay. Now, whether or not we believe it, transformation happens all the time. Now, if it's going to happen, why not be intentional about it? Why not take control over the transformation, right? So every experience we have is an opportunity to impact, but only when we are intentional, when we are intentional about becoming the person we really want to become instead of who people want us to become. Right? Will we be able to live that joyful life, that life of freedom, that life that is meaningful? And so, the process that I walk um, individuals through, the person that created the trauma, you know, you don't want to be that person and you don't want to be the person forever who is living these triggers, right? Because after trauma, we experience what is called these tr- triggers. Um, a lot of us go through long bouts of this um, post traumatic stress disorder period. right? And so to take back control of your life, you can be intentional. First thing is that I encourage women to become self-aware. That's the ABC. I call it the ABCs of life. A is aware. Be aware of what is holding you back to believe in that you are worthy to make the changes that you wish to make. You have to be aware. And in my book, how I weave that through, in my book, I talk about T, step one, to think. Think of the outcome you want to achieve. I want them to ask, you know, ask yourself, what outcome do I want to achieve? What does being unstuck look like? And what actions can I take to get there? And then another part of awareness is, you know, harvesting those lessons learned. And that's step two, harvest H. Harvest the lessons learned and heal your heart. So ask yourself, what have I learned so far? How has it made me stronger? What can I use from my past to forge a new path forward? Now, the third step, which is the B, B of life, is the belief. Belief to recognize what those changes are that you want to make. So once you've recognized what they are, then it's time to release, which is the R, release. Release fear and break the painful patterns. So I want readers to ask themselves, What do I need to let go of to become the woman I say I want to become? What decisions must I live in? Am I living the highest expression of my values and my integrity? And then step four, this is where we get the E, enlist. Enlist allies to become the person who has been locked inside. Ask yourself, whom should I connect with? What resources are available? Therapist, counselor, friends, workshop, a book. And then select the best option, the option that works best for you. And then the last step, which is the C, this is where the commitment comes in. C for commitment to take the steps you need to get there. And step five is this adopt, A for adopt. Adopt new mindsets and create new healthy patterns. Ask yourself, what new habit do I want to start? What old habit do I want to break? How can I think differently And then the last step, which is step six, D, to design. It's time to design your joyful life. Now ask yourself, what is the life I really want? What is the first step I need to take? And then D, determine, determine in your mind to take those steps. And I would add one more, one more point to it, which is the E. Now you need to put those things, exercise your right to live the life that you want. So those are those steps that I would encourage individuals who are wanting to make changes in their lives.
0: I love it. I think that's huge. Um, I always talk a lot about how awareness is the first step in everything. And you you, got to have awareness or else you're going to miss the boat because it's just like anything. If you don't know what the problem is, how can you find the solution?
1: Absolutely. When you know what you don't want, then you can start taking the steps to pursuing what you want.
0: I love that. And it, it's one of those things too, about this that I, I, I love. I mean, I love everything about it. I think belief system is something that is, is critical because I think that determines behaviors and actions. Because if you believe that this is your life, well, how are you going to ever experience something outside that compared to the saying, no, this is the belief. This is what I have. This is what I'm going to, I'm going to let go of. And I'm going to break this pattern. And I'm going to transform and change. And, and if you see that, like you did, because that's what I love about your story so much is because with the repetition of things, you still are like, no, that's it. I'm done. This is it. I'm not. This is, this is not my life. This is not what I'm going to go through anymore.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, Dr. Vick, it's not that I don't trip up at times, but here's the thing. Because I'm aware, I, I will pause. If I find myself... Getting ready to go down. Because you know, there's a knowing. You know, I always tell people to listen to your soul's wisdom. And if something doesn't feel right, like I am so aware when I'm in a familiar situation. And what I'll do is, uh oh, I'm getting ready to repeat that behavior. And I know what the result is going to look like. And then I stop and back up. It's so it's not that I'm saying that we, were, we won't experience or come across a situation that will force us to go back to being who we are, but because we're intentional about where we're going, when those situation arises, then we have the tool called awareness to say, no, I'm aware that when I make those decisions, here's what's going to happen. I'll give you a quick story. Um, recently, someone lied, told a lie on me. And um, in the past, my natural reaction would be to defend myself, right? To defend myself and to prove that I'm wrong and the other person is, I'm right and the other person is wrong. Now, it was very painful and challenging for me because I was so worried about, you know, what would others think of me now that the lie is out there, my reputation is going to be ruined, et cetera, et cetera. But I was very intentional. I made the decision that I was going to be very intentional in this situation. I made the decision about how I wanted to react. I made those decisions. I made the decision that I wasn't going to get mad and defend myself because I know what's not, I know exactly who I am. And I know that what the lie that was told was untrue and I made the decision that I wasn't going to go down to their level. They have to come up to my level. I made those decisions and you know, what was the result? There was an apology that was extended to me right? I was applauded for my graciousness and compassion. No, Don't get me wrong. Don't think that I wasn't in my car going, I can't believe this person did that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I made a decision to elevate myself out of that mess. A second point I, will, I would make to our listeners is to take control of the fact and the truth that you are worthy of love, Of loving yourself, as well as receiving love from others, as well as extending love to others. You're worthy of love all the way around. So you never have to go down to anybody's level. Always live in the the environment of, no, if there's going to be a climb, they have to climb up to my level. I always tell my children, I don't live an apologetic life. And then, what do you mean by that? I don't purposefully walk around offending people. I just don't. So I'm not always finding my, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I just don't live an apologetic life. Because I'm intentional about watching what I say. I'm intentional about nowadays, especially as I'm getting older, who I participate, you know, who I engage with, what if activities I participate in, The words that come out of my mouth, why do I say them? So that's what being intentional is all about, is being purposeful and being deliberate.
0: I love that. I love how uh, you don't live an apologetic life, like saying I'm sorry, because I have always viewed the word I'm sorry as you being inferior to the person you're saying it to. Um, because you're like, I'm sorry, X, Y, Z, whatever comes out of that. Um, instead of just, you know, things happen, you you, you you apologize and you, you, whatever, move forward. But it's intentional because a lot of times we, I see, I think, and, and let me, correct me if I'm wrong. I would love to know your opinion on this too, is like a lot of times we live in a very unconscious or subconscious or uh, or automatic autopilot type of world where we just do, do, do. And we're not being, like you were saying, intentional. We're not taking times I actually experience the, as many people have said, like the now or the moment or the present or whatever terminology we want to title that. Um, would you agree with that?
1: That's an excellent, um, I love that insight. And I would agree with that. And you know, Dr. Vick, I wonder sometime and I do ask myself this question too. I, I believe that, and you can also correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that because we are such incredible human beings with this powerful soul of ours, right? And our spirit is just such a, it has so much resiliency in it. I believe we're scared of just enjoying being. (laughs) And we're always doing things to end up on the side of being, B-E-E-N versus B-E-I-N-G. Because being forces us to be present. Being forces us to engage. Being forces us to be vulnerable. Being forces us to allow the courage inside of us to uprise. And i give you another example. Think about when you're dating someone, right? And when you're present and you're in the moment, it's exhilarating, Right? It's like you want to jump out of your skin.
0: <laughs> it's
1: like you want to jump out. You're like, I don't know how to be. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you know, we as girls, we don't know what to do with ourselves. And I think, I think now I know that I've stepped back a little bit. I'm like, that's what we're all scared of. We don't want the little girl enough to show up right? that little fun, playful, happy. The, 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 you remember when you were even a child, how innocent you were. You trusted, you know, you go all the way, you take risks. But as an adult, we're so analytical. We analyze and overanalyze everything. Then there comes the mistrust, right? And I know somebody who, who might be listening, might be saying, well, when I did that, this is why my trauma um, occurred. No, mm-mm. being in the moment and enjoying life, good things, bad things happen to good people. It doesn't mean that you stop living because of this experience that you've had that was unpleasant, And that is what I'm doing now about being intentional. I'm creating those moments for myself. I'm loving myself. I'm stopping. When my body says time to stop, even if it's in the middle of the day, Dr. Vic. and I feel tired because the trauma brain is a totally different brain than the regular brain. The trauma brain gets over. I mean, honestly, I get filled up really fast. And so I'm aware of that. And when my brain says, Leonie, it's time to slow down. Dr. Vic, I will leave the meeting and go for a
0: walk. Love that. I love that. It, and, 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 go ahead. I'm,
1: yeah, no, so I'm disagreeing with you. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I couldn't agree. I, I just love the, like, how you, when you say, I have to, if I'm done, that's it, I'm done. I have to take care of me. And that is, Taking, holding your power and, and, and you can see how this interwovens in many aspects of life. I think some of the things you're mentioning too, um, the whole beingness, right. And, and we let that ego mind come in. Well, this is how things are because of what we experienced before. So this is what it is. Right. And as adults, I, I always say we mute our life more because we let past experiences dictate what the future will be. But, Absolutely. And we all know we don't, we don't know what the future holds. Nobody does, you know, you can have ideas and you can predict and you may be right, you may be wrong, but it's like, uh, it's a stock principle that I, that I love that, you know, in the the philosophy of stocks or, and, you know, things like that, they say past indications do not dictate future outcomes. So whatever you've seen the stock do in the past does not dictate. That's what's going to say the future is going to do. And I love that because that's a principle of life.
1: Absolutely. And it's how you... And thanks for sharing that, because then there's another I've heard individuals say, you know, um, my past, like a person's past dictates how they're going to show up in the future. That's absolutely untrue. If you meet me, if you met me in Santa, where I live here in, 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 um, in, in, in California, if we met, you could never tell what I've been through. If if you met me walking down the street on the bus, on the train, I guarantee you, if I said, you know, I had had a stroke, I had Bell Palsy, I was 270 pounds, you'd be like, intentional, so no. And it's the words that we speak to ourselves and over our lives. That's where the power is. It's not in the experience. <laughs> not in the experience is what I tell myself because i give you another example. Now that I'm beyond the trauma, I am so ready for love. Now, a lot of people question that and they're like, how could you have been through blah, 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 you know, all of the traumatic injuries that you talk about and you still want love? I have loved. I love. <laughs> I am loved. <laughs> I don't want something I don't have. I want love. I love to share love. And I feel like I do so much better when I have a partner. And I don't want a partner per se. I want a husband. I want to be very clear. I am ready for a husband. I'm ready to be a wife, right? And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that, trauma survivors. There's nothing wrong with dreaming and wanting those things. Don't allow anyone. want to torment your dreams, torment your dreams and try to put some negative spin on it because you've been through this really unpleasant and dark phase in your life. You are beyond that darkness. (laughs) I'm beyond that darkness. I'm in the light. I'm shining the light for others to see their way out of the darkness. I don't live. What you said during one of your shows about gratitude is the attitude that gets you to the next altitude. I am so grateful I survived. I am so grateful. And because I'm grateful, I refuse to live in my past. I am ready to share my love and I'm putting it out there for the entire world to hear. I am not a victim I am a survivor. I'm special. I'm worthy. I'm unique. I am love. I am brave. I am resilient. I'm a woman that says, yeah, I fell seven times. But I'm also the woman that says, hey, I got something to tell you. I got back up eight and probably eight times three. I got back up. And I have my story as a living witness, a living testimony to say, I am not that woman. I am not the girl who is being raped. I was, but I am now the woman who's living a healthy, healed life. I am not no longer the 19-year-old who was pregnant and became a teen mom. I am now the mother of three beautiful daughters. and raising my daughter out of the wellspring of my love. I am no longer the dropout, the college dropout. I am now a university professor. I am no longer college dropout. I have an earned MBA, a P and a PhD. I am no longer 270 pounds. I am weight. I'm not going to tell you my weight. I love it. I can tell you. You can look at my pictures. I'm nowhere near 270 pounds, right? I'm the girl that got back up and won the Pacific Coast Business Times 40 on the 40 award for one of the best transformational leaders on the Central Coast. I'm the girl who's now speaking to thousands and hopefully millions in time to come. I'm the girl who created this program called Achieve Intentional Transformation. And the ultimate goal, my vision is to see women rise and go for the win. I want to see our women, our survivors and the men who love us say, you know what? Yes, I acknowledge that I've been through those things. I'm not going to erase my history. But I'm going to use the threads that I've survived. I'm going to use them. I'm going to repurpose them. And I'm going to knit the life that I want to live. You get to make those choices. And nobody, don't allow anyone to take that
0: power away from you. I love it. I love your passion and energy. I have a question to ask. And this question yes. is, I wrote a book called The Walk in the Darkness. And yeah. a walk in the dark, I mean. And it's one of those things where in there, it's all about looking at your life and the things you have faced and the challenges you went through. I've talked to some people before. I've had them on podcasts, and then just people I've chatted with about who've gone through things like this. And they've looked back and the ones who've healed through it, right? You've gone through all that. You're still here. You got knocked down seven. You're up eight. And you're going to, you know, and you're moving forward and doing all those amazing things. It's one of those things where I've heard them say, and I'm curious to see if you have the same opinion. You're, you, you're, I don't want to say the word blessed. You're happy, not happy either. It's just these moments that you went through in your past, you appreciate them because of the level of how impassionate you are and how powerful you are and how empowering you are and how your vision and everything that you just shared right here, which I love every aspect of it. Do you feel the same way that when you look back at your past, you're kind of almost, I don't want to, the word I've heard a lot is thankful because of what it has done for you and how it has helped you massively now? Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. I I, I really appreciate that that shared thought. Yes, Uh, there's a deep appreciation for having gone through it and survived through it. There's a deep appreciation for being this woman. I am today, there's a deep appreciation for what is up ahead. <laughs> I'm excited, right? Yes. I'm excited. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you.
1: Okay. I am super excited about what is up ahead.
0: I love that. Yeah, and I appreciate... Oh, go ahead.
1: Keep them called to serve. Yes, it's a deep well of appreciation. And I keep drinking from that. Well, absolutely agree with you.
0: And I always wanted the listeners to hear that. Cause a lot of times I've, I've also heard the opposite where people sometimes break through, but they really haven't let go and looked at it because my experience of life, and I've only been around the world 36 times or the sun, I mean, not around the world, <laughs> Sorry. but you know, one of the things I've learned is that everything happens for a reason. Like, it's a purpose and a plan. I do want to say a plan, but things are there to help you depending how you look at it. And I love the way you look at things because you've taken it and you've turned it into gold, even though that experiences that you've gone through have been so dark. But in those dark moments, your light is when it really shines. The Absolutely. Power, you know, a power of a candle can't be appreciated when there's light shining on it. But you put that into a dark room and light a candle and you can see the power behind it. Absolutely.
1: And I read a quote once that says, um, what's the use of, of our wings, of a wing if you never fly? So what's the use of our experiences if we never share them? What's the use of having, why, why fight to get through it if you're not going to do anything with it?
0: I love that. It's right? so true, right? I mean, I totally agree with you.
1: Why are you fighting fighting to survive? Why are you fighting to become a better person if you're never going to shine that light and share with the world what you've tunneled through? Why do it? And if you tell me it's just for you, then I'm going to say, well, you really haven't identified your purposes yet. Because our purpose is not for us. It's for others. It's the gift that keeps on giving. That's how I define purpose. Purpose is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you don't know what that is, you can't give out of what you don't know.
0: That's true. I I, I like the... I like the whole, the, the gift that keeps on giving. I like that. That's, it's really powerful. Law, repress, repre, repre, I always have an issue saying that word, but yeah. Resiposity. The yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But it's also too, yeah. like, you know, I love how you said we have to share, you know, why go through something and then not share it. I mean, you, you know, we're in a human collective consciousness where we can share, we share these concepts and these ideals of what people go through. That's why I love in my podcast, I always ask you, what's your story? Because I want people to hear it so that they can connect the dots and say like wow yeah this is okay i've been there okay wow this can happen for me too it's not some cuz i don't know about you but for me when i seen growing up seeing certain people being super successful and all these different things i'm always like okay i'm just different or if an athlete who's really talented i'm like yeah that's maybe that's just not me and i would see them totally different than who i was until i got to know their stories absolutely and then, and then you hear their stories and then there's actually a lot of common denominators going on there where you're like, you know what, you, you go through that too? But wait a minute here. You're killing it in what you do, and you still have these, these things that come up from time to time. I'm like, wow, this is fascinating. That's why I want to commend you, too. That's like an you said excellent something. point. Yeah. Um, and that's why I want to just commend you, too, because you were saying, like, sometimes, um, you know, you got to keep yourself intentional because it, it, you can sometimes, these things may still come up every once in a blue moon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you got this program. I'd love to hear more about it that you do, Um, and you may have shared some of it, but um, the whole workshop online thing that you have that you do, is that part of the whole threat thing that you were talking about earlier?
1: Yes, I am in the middle of working on my, it's called Achieve Intentional Transformation. It will be a seven-week online program. Um, you know, really, as I as admin mentioned before, to help survivors, you know, women who've gone through trauma and the men who love us, because I'm finding more and more men are wanting to learn more about how to love us. <laughs> I have an interview, uh, tomorrow to talk to a gentleman about that, um, um, from Spain. And he, the struggle is that I think for many men who are drawn to, to survivors, trauma survivors or victims, those relationships sometimes never work out the way we want them to work out, and I think it's because there's a misunderstanding about who we are and how to love us. Um, we, you can't love. I don't want to use the word "can't," but loving a trauma survivor, it takes a different kind of skill set, and. Um, uh, a special kind of guy to love us let 's put it that way our or woman to love a trauma survivor um, there 's a lot of patience that has to be exercised, um, understanding how our brain functions right i 've heard from people that says, "Oh, this person is bipolar, no they 're not bipolar. What it is is a trigger you 've done something you 've said something that triggers an emotion for that person. Communication becomes prime in those, in our relationships, right? The ability to share. I I love to talk and I can't imagine myself being with a man who doesn't like to listen.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) So
1: now I know that. And I didn't know that before. The other guys I dated were tired of hearing me talk. So I want to be with someone who has that wisdom And the patience to listen when I'm triggered, to listen to my story that's coming up for things that's coming up for me, and to share the wisdom about how to help me to continue to be my beautiful self, right? It's almost like, you know, life is so funny. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about once a man, twice a child. And when I first heard that growing up, I'm like, what do they mean by that? And basically, is you only get to live from, I would say, maybe from your teenage years till about years of decline, maybe in your 70s, that man would, woman would. But you're a child. When you're a baby, you're in diapers and someone feeds you. As you get older, that happens as well. And so I'm looking at right there, the pendulum, like right in the middle of life right here, it's like our sunrise into our sunset. What are we doing with these years? And so I really want to help women to be more intentional and walk them through these six steps. You know, how do you think differently? How do you harvest your lessons learned? And what do you do with them, right? When you go back to the trauma, you know, it's going to be re-triggering for some people to go back to what happened to them and to say, I'm going to take all those pieces, I'm going to put them in front of me, and I'm going to face them. I'm going to face them. And then the other part of that is once I've faced them, now I'm going to release them because it's no longer part of who I am, right? Or you can repurpose them. It's up to her. And so I'm going to walk them through the, the, the thread system over a six-week time period. And at the end of the six weeks, my hope is that they would have improved their performance Decrease the triggers, increase their confidence, become more healthier, you know, own and embrace who they are, be able to identify their passion and go ahead and reclaim that life and build the joyful life that they want to live.
0: I love it. that, That sounds like a very empowering program for all the women out there. Uh, I highly recommend it in, in, in all aspects. This is going to be, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing one.
1: Thank you so much. I know you're a ch- chiropractor. And one of the quotes I remember when I first went onto Facebook that you might find, um, it might resonate with you and you might find it to be useful. You know, um, broken, like a broken leg. A broken heart is like a broken leg, right? Yeah. Or you can say our broken bodies, because some of us have actually experienced that through physical abuse. But whatever brokenness we've experienced, similarly to a broken leg, that needs to be attended to. My message to women who've gone through trauma, it's time to attend to the soul. Either the soul or the heart or the mind, whichever part of you, you know there is a dissonance. It's not functioning to its maximum capacity it is time to attend to it.
0: I love it, and like a broken bone when it heals, it's stronger. Now.
1: Ah, see, Absolutely. I love it. Yes, 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 the, yes. The yes. the
0: rare aspect of the same fracture happening in the same spot is extremely rare and extremely rare in the human body. So.
1: <laughs> I would love to learn more. For you know what, I'm actually going to tap into you to learn a little bit more because I have an interest in learning more about what happens, like, because that's what happens to the soul. Yes. Right? <laughs> and how, so I'd love to talk to you more about that. Because I've been doing a lot of research around the body system, and I realize that we do spend time and money when we have a wound, right? When we have a cut, when we have a broken bone, but I'm concerned that we don't exhort the same amount of passion and energy and resources into taking care of our soul, our heart, and our minds.
0: Totally agree. Uh, Yeah, any way I can help in that, I'd be more than happy to it's also like you 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 know there's a there's an old story about a beautiful vase that's thousands of years old and a guy who's going to hand it off to a king or someone accidentally drops it and it breaks into six pieces and he gets reamed he's upset and they're all like everyone couldn't believe what happened he goes back and he glues it back together back then they used some like sort of metal something that binded everything and when he broke the when he put the pieces back together The vase actually looked even better than when it was before. And it's a story I love to share because we're all broken pieces. We come in as a perfect vase. And then through the conditioning of our parents, of our culture, of our society, it actually breaks us. But then it's our job. And this is what I love about your story. You took those pieces and put it together and look how beautiful your light's shining now.
1: Ah, thank you so much for that feedback and sharing that story. Absolutely. And all of our listeners listening today can do the exact state. I don't care how long the trauma, I don't care how broken you're feeling, you can repurpose those threads. I'm going to show you how to knit them together. I'm going to show you how I took my, you know, one of the things I shared the other day with another, um, Another individual I was talking to, I said, you know, when I experienced a stroke, I talk about it in my book, how I felt like, you know, I had a broken, a broken heart, a broken mind, uh, a noisy mind and, and a messed up life. Right. But I took a step back and I said, hmm, my brain is broken. That means it's open. Huh? get to decide what goes in it now maybe I didn't have control over it before Uh -uh. but I was like oh I get to decide what goes into this brain so I fill my brain up with happiness I read a lot you know I am big into my faith I love God I talk about God I read the Bible a lot I, I I I try to understand the story in my own way and share them with others. You have that control. And another quote that I remember sharing on, on my um, Instagram and my Facebook page, I talk about how our brokenness might just be that window that God uses to pour the healing into our lives. So it's not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. So if you're thinking I'm so broken, well, you are a prime candidate for healing.
0: Yes. Couldn't agree with you more there. I love it. How can people get a hold of you? How they can connect with you and keep up with all you're doing, the workshop, your book, and on social media, all those good things.
1: Thanks for asking. I would love, I can't wait to connect with our listeners. Uh, You can visit my website, www.leonimattison.com. And that is spelled L-E-O-N-I-E-M-A-T-T-I-S-O-N. They can also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Leonie H. Mattison. And I'm on Twitter at Leonie Madison. I love reading stories. And so if there's a listener out there who share a similar story to mine, has an interest in learning more about my programs, want to purchase the book, you know, you can shoot me an email, leonie at leoniemattison.com. Uh, for folks who are interested in purchasing the book, you can also visit my website, but it's also on Amazon. You can get it at Walmart, at Target, at Barnes and Nobles pretty much almost anywhere books are sold. I am so, so, so excited. And I, because I just can't wait to connect with our readers and listeners, um, you know, in time to come, I'm just so excited and feel so grateful.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, this will be all in the, for the listeners. This will be all in the show notes. So um, Dr. Leone, I appreciate you being on. This was a fresher breath there to have you on and, and sharing your story, being so open with it. And then, the most beautiful part is that transformation process that you've taken, the steps, the courage, the faith, the belief in yourself and who you're really made of and made up of to really let that light shine. Because the world definitely needs more bright lights in the world. Um, and you definitely overcame and triumphed all that darkness to see it in a different aspect and let it be your fuel, then let it be destructive to you. So thank you for that. I commend you.
1: Thank you very much. I so appreciate being here. I, 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 I value our time together. I honor the fact that we were able to talk and share. And if there was one song I would leave for our listeners, it's the song that said Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> I can't feel shine bright, like a shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. So shine. Girl, rise and go for the win. Even if you're broken, get up. I'm here for you. Get up. Come with your crutches. Come, come as you are. I don't care what your faith is. I don't care who you believe in. If you've got a brokenness, if you are ready to achieve intentional transformation, come. I was saved. I, I'm healed. I'm happy. I'm whole and all of this happened because I was saved to help you.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. Hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo.